the boat lurched over the crest of another wave, tipping forward and sliding down into the trough with a splash of spray. In the stern, Weaver shook his head, clearing the seawater from his eyes. His grip on the sheet was slipping. The frayed rope cut his hand as it slid through his aching fingers. He wrapped it around his hand again, wincing as he struggled to keep the sail under control. Another vicious gust of wind caught the sail, and it snapped in protest over Weaver's head, cracking like a whip. Weaver scanned the horizon with a worried eye. Ahead of him, the clouds were thick and the ocean was choppy. But behind him, a solid mass of dark gray storm clouds loomed. Below them, a sheer curtain of rain blacked out the horizon. As he glanced over his shoulder at them, a single bolt of lightning connected the sky with the ocean, lighting up the onrushing storm wall. A small wave slapped the side of the boat, forcing Weaver to look forward again. The wave had dumped several more inches of water into the hull. Weaver dropped the tiller for a moment, took hold of his last remaining basket, and bailed one-handed, dumping as much water as he dared to, before dropping the basket again and grabbing the tiller. He pushed the rudder over, pointing the boat's prow at the next wave. At the wave's crest, he stood for a brief moment, risking a half-crouch on exhausted, unsteady legs to scan the horizon again. White-crested waves surrounded the boat in all directions. Weaver could see no sign of land. In the far distance, a brief break in the clouds showed a hint of orange light. Weaver squinted at it, momentarily confused before recognizing it as Oz's son. For a moment, the storm seemed to lessen, and then the bright orange sliver set fully, dipping below the horizon. Thunder rumbled behind him. Weaver sat and glanced back again. The storm was gaining on him fast. He pulled in the sheet again, hoping to coax some extra speed out of the sail. The brunt of the storm hit with a suddenness that shocked him. One moment the air was clear, and the next the boat was being lashed with wind and rain, and the waves now towered over him. In the darkness, Weaver could barely make out the faded sail above him, and the only hint he had of the tossing waves was the feeling in his stomach as the boat's bow rose to meet them, and then dropped precipitously as they passed under him. Bilge water sloshed past his ankles now. The hull had taken on more water, either from the rain or the bigger waves. Weaver tried bailing again, but it seemed to have no impact on the water in the boat. Then, out of the darkness ahead of him, a new wave appeared, impossibly steep, its foamy top breaking over the mast and sail, engulfing the boat. Weaver cried out in fear and reached instinctively for the photo album wedged underneath his seat. It slipped through his fingers, and then the waves snatched him from the boat in a torrent of roaring water, and he felt himself pulled under with irresistible force.
He held his breath as he tumbled, fighting against the surging currents that threatened to tug him deeper down into the ocean. Weaver kicked hard, but he had lost track of which way he was facing. Then, through the water above him, another strike of lightning illuminated the sky. The bolt slammed into the ship's mast, snapping it in half. The ship's faded red and white sail burst, tearing itself to shreds in the gale, and the hull tipped under the assault of another massive wave. For a moment, the boat balanced, precariously, above Weaver. Then it came crashing down into the water on top of him. <laughs>